From the 1311 Studios, this is the All 7 A's Podcast. I'm Stan, that's... I'm Trevor. And we're just here to answer your questions. Send them in, ask at all7days.com, uh, 864-660-9473. Join the All 7 Days Hangout on Facebook. Hey, get a t-shirt just like this one. If you're watching on YouTube, this is the t-shirt that you can get, all7days.com slash shop. Check out the back. Can you see it? Yeah. Awesome. And uh, introducing today... The Trevor Cam. The Trevor Cam. Hey. <laughs> so we're having fun with that. I don't know what we'll do with that, but uh, maybe nothing. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. there, just in case. Just People in need case. to laugh. They're like, oh, look at that. Every time I hear that phrase, just in case, there was, a, there was a time that I sang with a group, and we were actually doing a television show in Charlotte. Hmm. Is this one of those pre-recorded, sing your songs, go away, they'll edit it, whatever, put it in a show. And I never even saw the show. So we, we show up, and there's this other kid there who has a band. His name is Justin. Guess what the name of his band was? Just in case. Just in case. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually pretty talented. They had yeah, a pretty, pretty good band. You know, it was pretty good. And uh, But anyway, kind of silly. So uh, you did not have the day off today. No. It's President's Day as we record this. And uh, we won't. We won't air this for another week, but uh, you, you actually had to work today. I did. Making up a snow day, huh? No, we just don't have off. <laughs> <laughs> Every county around, everybody else is off. Yeah. Even the county schools are out. Yep. Uh, the Tennessee schools are out. We're hard I up. was off work. For the yeah. first time in my life, I have a job where <laughs> I was off today, but you had to work. Yeah, we were working. Well, everybody was there. I actually did have to field a couple of support calls, but yeah. not nothing That's big. That's not really like working yeah, here and not, there. Nothing big, but anyway. So did you have to bust any heads? Anybody rowdy on President's Day? Were they? They were rowdy, but they weren't <laughs> talking about the did presidents. They, did they put the president's tree, the President's Day tree up? Put I gifts under it for the president? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> nothing <laughs> came up about the president. Nothing. You didn't even say what? who are the presidents? Did they no. even know what the president's job is? No. They don't know? No. Or you didn't ask? So. We, didn't, we didn't talk about that. <laughs> you missed a golden opportunity uh, to educate your kids. None of my teachers ever talked to me about President's Day. <laughs> you never had to name all the presidents? I did. I had to memorize them. I never did that. God, it's awful. I remember yeah. getting the encyclopedia out. Because back in the day, that's when we had the encyclopedia. That's, that's right. That's right. And I would do like five at a time. Yeah? And just memorize five. Can you still, can you still name No, not at all. <laughs> no. You just got it done. I got it done for that assignment and then erase the hard drive. It was maybe, awful. Leave it leave room for something else to yeah. store in there. Yeah, I was the same way in school. If I had to memorize something for instance. Maybe this is confession time. So uh in ninth grade, I had a teacher, uh, a literature teacher who made us memorize lines from Shakespeare. Mm. Uh, uh, Julius Caesar, as a matter of fact. And we had to memorize for, it was a test grade. We had to memorize, we got one point per line of the thing that we memorized. So, this guy couldn't see really well. <laughs> In fact, when he read, he had these big Coke bottle glasses on plus a magnifying glass. So when he read, I mean, his head was like really down on the paper and he was, he was reading like this. So he had no clue 
that I had, I'm ashamed to say this, but I had all the lines that I was going <laughs> to recite to him laying in my lap. Because <laughs> he was paying attention to He the... was reading the lines. And wow. I said, this is what, this is what I'm going to recite. And he turns his book to that page and he's following it word for word just but to make he sure. He was impressed I... probably. Well, you would think if he was going to have this test for us to memorize this, that he would have them memorized that he would, yeah, so that he an... could look us in the eye and make sure that we weren't cheating. But Mr. Cato did not. Sorry, Mr. Not, <laughs> sorry, Mr. Cato. I, I doubt, I don't even know that he might still be alive, but I would doubt it. Anyway, so there's my, I, would, I, I, I cheated. <laughs> it's it was terrible. Like that, yeah. yeah. Here's the here. You want to hear a line from Julius Caesar? Sure. Hey, tu brute. <laughs> That's all I remember. <laughs> That's all I remember. Mm. Anyway, maybe we can. Uh, we'll try not to cheat on our <clears throat> question today. You got to memorize everything that's written down. <laughs> I'm not going to memorize any of it, but we are going to try to answer the question today. Uh, but we better take a break and go repent. Get our books out. <laughs> Get our books out. And memorize these. Yes. All right. We'll be right back. This is the All 7 Days Podcast. What happens when a theology nerd who builds guitar pedals, his pastor, and a Lutheran guy from Nebraska get together on a weekly basis? The Westminster Effects Doxology Podcast. That's what. The Westminster Effects Doxology Podcast explores the Christian faith, practice, and worship through the lens of Sola Scriptura and Tota Scriptura, comparing and contrasting what God says to popular practices, songs, and ideas in the modern church world. You can even join in the discussion in the Westminster Effects Doxology Podcast Lounge Facebook group. And make sure you subscribe to the Westminster Effects Doxology Podcast right now on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. Hey, pastors and church administrators, listen to this. All 7 Days is proud to be partnered with Faith Teams. Faith Teams is a web-based church management software with all the features your church needs and price so that any church can afford it. It's packed with features including attendance tracking, kids check-in, volunteer scheduling, automated guest follow-up, contributions, online giving and text to give, built-in email and text messaging tools, and a whole lot more. Best of all, it's all in one single system at a price that makes sense. They have a free 14-day trial so you can try the entire system before you pay a dime. Keep it in pages $40 a month. That's right. $40 a month for every available feature. Go to all7days.com slash faithteams to learn more and use the links provided for your free 14-day trial. When you sign up, tell them All 7 Days sent you. Faith Teams, the easy and affordable church management software. Welcome back to the All 7 Days podcast. Uh, we have a very interesting question today. It's very broad in its scope. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chuck writes in and says, what are your thoughts on the security of the believer? So um, there's a, I guess there's two trains of thought here. There is the thought that um, one might come into a saving relationship with Jesus Mm -hmm. and then walk away from that. Okay. The other train of thought is that if you uh, are truly in a relationship with Jesus, that you can't walk away from it. Correct. So it really doesn't matter what we think. What matters is <laughs> what the Bible thinks. That's right. That's that's where we go. That's why we try to answer our questions around here. Uh, we go to the Word of God and let it speak. Uh, and there are some verses where you might think 
um, that uh, that this could happen, that someone could uh, could be saved and then walk away from it. Mm-hmm. I, I think there's some uh, maybe some leeway there. Uh, however, I, I tend to look at some other verses that tend to show me that this is God's doing and he's not going to allow someone who is truly a believer to become not a believer. Mm-hmm. And one of the things you might you might think of was well um well I, I don't know what you might think of but here here's here's my here's some of my reasoning. And that is uh when when at times when Jesus describes the judgment he talks about separating sheep from goats. Okay? Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen a goat turn into a sheep? Or vice versa? Not that I'm aware no, of. No, uh, probably not. Probably not. Probably not. Unless it was some sort of cartoon movie. Maybe wolf you thought was a sheep, but had sheep's clothing on, was Correct. still a wolf. So normally we don't, species don't change like that. So... Um, so that's kind of a clue. Mm-hmm. We have sheep and we have goats, and they have to be divided. Uh, Jesus also talks about the wheat and the tares. So uh, this parable, Jesus talks about a farmer had a field, and his servants sowed wheat in it. But at the, in the nighttime, his enemy came along and sowed weeds in his field. And when they started sprouting, his servants came to him and said, Hey, there's also weeds in your wheat do you want us to pull them out? And he said, no, leave them in. When it comes time for harvest, we will divide the wheat from the weeds. We will burn the weeds. Um, there's no swapping back and forth between weeds and right. wheat. You either are sheep or you're not, or you're, you're wheat and you're, or you're not. Okay. Um, so, so that tends to get me thinking that uh, it is God who is in control of who's who. Now, do I have other scripture for that? I think I, I think I do. Um, and we've both been kind of looking at scriptures through here too. So mm-hmm. chime in whenever you want. Okay. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go first uh, to probably a late book in the Bible, and that is uh, Jude. Um, I'm not gonna say Jude chapter one because Jude only has one chapter. But verses 24 and 25 say this now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling now who is the him here keep you from who is him now to him god god yes okay who is able to keep you from stumbling Mm -hmm. what is he doing he's leading you guiding you yes yes holding you yes and to present you blameless before the presence of his glory with great joy to the only God, our Savior, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, be glory, majesty, dominion, and authority for all time and now and forever. Amen. So this is, you know, Jude winding up a little prayer here. He's talking about God and how he keeps us from stumbling. Now, we know we sin all the time, mm-hmm. right? Even even our when we breathe and don't thank God for it, that's... You know, technically, we're ungrateful for that breath, and we're sinning when we don't acknowledge Him in it. We there, there's so many things we do in a day, not just unconsciously, that don't show God gratitude. 
we're constantly stumbling. But here he says, God's able to keep us from it and to present us blameless. How does that work? It's through the sacrifice of Christ. Right. Now, did Jesus die for everyone or did he die for his sheep? So here's the question. If Jesus died for everybody, would everybody go to heaven? Mm -hmm. And if Jesus died for everybody and everybody, not everybody gets to go, then was his death ineffective in a, in a way for those people who don't go? Or did he die and he shed his blood and it save exactly who it meant to save? I think he died for everyone. Okay. Okay. Because um, he talks about throughout the Bible loving your enemies. Mm -hmm. And that's what Jesus did. Absolutely. People that were persecuted, you yes. know, he taught that to love your yep. enemies. So I don't think that he would teach love your enemies, but then I'm, all, I'm not going to die and sacrifice well, myself for them. So, um, so I would say to that, um, I have an enemy. I am going to love him. Does that cause him to be a believer? No. Okay. I think he he sat, you know, he died for mm -hmm. everyone. Right. And now it's um we we become those who believe become shepherds for the lost. It's kind of how I how I picture it is. Okay. It's kind of like we're there to serve to show others the love of yes. God, the glory of God, yes. the mercy of God, yes. grace. Yes. To eventually have them become believers. So will everyone be saved? No. So there is a limit to what Jesus did mm -hmm. as far as being able to save everyone. Right. It doesn't So it was either ineffective or it was targeted yeah I, I could see your point yeah and so you said something earlier <laughs> about one of the parables with the wheat and the weed yeah um why does god make people be weed? careful when you say weed say but, say weeds weeds <laughs> <laughs> this is not that show different type it's of not, harvest not right? that show that's right okay <laughs> So he said, you know, we'll harvest the wheat, burn the weeds. Yep. And they use that parable. Mm -hmm. So my question is, why does God make people the wheat and others the weeds? Ah. So uh, this is a great question. And I, I can go find some scripture that time talks about that too. Mm -hmm. um, and it's in Romans um, where he talks about suppose. This is, I'm trying to paraphrase what Paul said in Romans. Suppose, what if God wanted to show his glory by preparing beforehand vessels of mercy and vessels of wrath? This is Romans 9, I believe. So take a look at Romans 9, and it talks about how God creates vessels of mercy and vessels of wrath. Okay. And he shows his glory in both. Okay. He shows his, his justice with the vessels of wrath and that he holds us responsible for sin but he also creates vessels of mercy 
so that he can show his kindness to those he saves. Okay. So if I'm a vessel of wrath, can I become a vessel of the other type? Can I So <clears throat> can I eventually like or I, am I stuck? Like <laughs> why, see, why is, do I have to be the bad one? Well, that's, you know that's I mean? a great question. It's a great question. And the fact that you asked the question kind of indicates that you're not. Correct. Now, it you, doesn't mean that you're not, but it kind of indicates that at least you're, 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 you're moving in a direction. You're moving in that direction. Okay. So, so let's look at some other scriptures here, and maybe it should, can shed some light. Okay. And I say shed some light on purpose, and you'll see why here in yes. just a minute. Um, so here is, here's John chapter 10. Uh, and we're going to start in verse 22. There's a, there's some, there's a, a piece here that we really want to narrow in on, but this kind of sets up, gives a little context around what I'm reading. It says at the time of the feast of dedication took place at Jerusalem, it was winter and Jesus was walking in the temple in the colonnade of Solomon. So the Jews gathered around him and said to him, how long will you keep us in suspense? So Jesus has been doing his ministry for a while. They, they kind of, suspect he's somebody special mm -hmm. possibly the messiah and he says if you are they say if you are the christ tell us plainly and jesus has pretty well revealed himself by mm -hmm. now they should know who he is and he says jesus answered them i told you and you do not believe the works that i do in my father's name bear witness about me and here's the here's a key phrase but you do not believe because you are not among my sheep. Mm -hmm. So these are not his followers. These are not his sheep. And here's the rest of it. My sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. This is not, he doesn't talk about his sheep in this context saying, they're kind of wishy-washy about it. Right. They're trying to figure this out. They are my sheep. They hear my voice. They know it, and they follow me. And he goes on, and I give them eternal life. This is all his work. And they will never perish. And no one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all, and no one is able to snatch them out of the Father's hand. I and the Father are one. Mm -hmm. So here we have what I consider to really go to Chuck's question. If you're a sheep and you're in the hand of Jesus, you can't get plucked out. Right. You are secure. Now that either that's either true or it's not. Um, and I have to believe it's true, right? Right. So we also talked a little bit about First uh, uh, Peter chapter one, mm -hmm. all right? And um, let's let's look at that one just a little bit. I, I was just reading this the other the other night um, before I went to bed, and this just kind of jumped out at me. This is uh, starting in verse three. He has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, and into an inheritance that is imperishable, uncorrupted, and unfading, kept in heaven for you. So that, that sentence right there, it's not even a complete sentence. Uh, we'll get to the rest of it here in just a second, but that's verse 3 and 4. Uh, 
he he says that he's given us new birth. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we've been born again, as right. as uh, Jesus told Nicodemus, and it's into uh, this hope that through the res- resurrection of Jesus Christ, it's into an inheritance that's imperishable. Right. So it's, it's not, not it's not going away. It's uncorrupted. It's unfading. And this is not talking about in the future. It's talking about now, but it's kept in heaven for us. Mm-hmm. It's kept secure in heaven for us. Who by God's power, this is verse 5 now, are being guarded through faith for a salvation ready to be revealed at the last time. God's power is guarding this. Mm-hmm. Can anybody do anything about that? Can I take that away from you? And then, starting in verse 6, you rejoice in this, though now for a short time you've had to be distressed by various trials, so that the genuineness of your faith may result in praise, glory, and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. You love him, though you've not seen him. Mm-hmm. And, though you, uh, and, and though you're not seeing him now, you believe in him and rejoice with inexpressible and glorious joy because you are receiving the goal of your faith the salvation of your souls. Mm-hmm. This, this again is a picture to me of God being in control of all this. Right. And when when He comes and He says you're a sheep, your eyes are open to that, and there's yeah, you're you're done. I mean, it's 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 secure. And my thing when I read that, I was like, so that's why I typed that out right mm-hmm. there. Like that mm-hmm. right there is. Is my security. Yeah. Like, why would you want to leave that or try to leave that? Like, yeah. How could you try to leave that? That's that's the point. Right? Yeah. So You're secure. verse six really stood out to me was, um, you know, I went to a memorial service on Saturday okay. for somebody who passed away. And mm-hmm. the, the guy that was leading it was talking about how life is just a short time here. Yeah. But when we move on to heaven, time doesn't go by fast. It's eternity that right. you're there. And so I was thinking about that, and, it's, and it just says, you rejoice in this, though now for a short time you have had to distress by various trials. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just things that we go through in this right. short little life. Yeah. And so that our faith grows, and we look forward to like that, that eternity with yeah. God. yeah. And so that really stood out to me right there. Yeah. Like that shows like if you have that faith and you know what's coming, I mean, how yeah. you, why you walk away from that? Right. 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 It's like, it's like going to a museum and seeing a picture or a painting by some famous artist that just strikes you as absolutely glorious and beautiful. How could you change your mind about that later? Hmm. How'd you come, how would you, like five years later, you come back to the same museum, the same painting is, st- is still hanging there, and you say, uh, nah, it's not so great. Right. How, how could you change your mind about that? And hmm. here we have something so much more glorious and beautiful in God that when you see it, when you see him for what he is, mm-hmm. how could you change your mind about that? Right. Um, let's, look at, let's look at some more. Yes. Let's look at some more. Let's look at uh, Romans chapter 8. I've got this one on the screen. Um, this, I mean, this, um, Romans 8, 1. 
So we're talking about those who are in Christ Jesus, mm-hmm. right? We're talking about sheep. We're talking about believers. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. There's none. Mm-hmm. There's no condemnation. How, if you're if you're in Christ, how can you be condemned? Right. You can't. There's none. And what that means is that when when you when you look at what Jesus did on the cross to satisfy the wrath of God. So as as sinners before we're saved, we are under God's wrath. But the cross completely exhausted that. Mm-hmm. There's nothing left. There's no wrath left for the believer. None. It's been satisfied in Christ. Mm-hmm. That's why he can say there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ. For the law of the Spirit has, uh, of life has set you free in Christ from the law of sin and death. God ha- for God has done what the law, weakened by the flesh, could not do by sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin. He condemns sin in the flesh. So, I mean, just keep reading uh, Romans 8. If you want to take a look at 9, uh, to take a look at um, what we were just talking about in God's sovereign choice. Um, this is this is the chapter that really uh, hinges a lot of, of what I believe in what God does in saving his sheep and his, his differentiating between those who are and who aren't saved. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, let's see if I can find those verses. Um, and I don't see them right now. Um, Anyway, we'll 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 see if we can find those later and, and give you references to those. But but God um, creates in His sovereign will how He chooses to do. He's perfectly free to do this, right? That uh, some of us are created for mercy and some of us are not, and and that's His sovereign choice. Let's also look at at Hebrews chapter two, um, and this is this is talking about. Um, uh, whoever wrote Hebrews, I don't know who it was. They're not identified. Um, he he makes a point here. Let's just look at what he says when he's talking about, um, he says in verse 1, Therefore, we must pay much closer attention to what we've learned, lest we drift away from it. Okay, so there's a, there's a, there's a hint here that it's possible to drift away from what we've learned don't hear that as being you've now been saved. You're going to drift away from your salvation. Mm-hmm. He's talking about drifting away from what we've learned. A lot of people learn what the gospel is, but they haven't been impacted by it. Mm-hmm. All right? We see people all the time who go to church every Sunday who Monday through Saturday you can't tell. Right. Right? We've talked about this before. And then in verse 2, For since the message declared by angels proved to be reliable, and every transgression or disobedience received a just retribution, here's the key phrase, how shall we escape if we neglect such a great salvation? We can't neglect this. Mm -hmm. We can't take our salvation for granted. We can't say, well, I'm saved, I'm secure. Right? Right. And and James talks about this too. Faith without works is dead. You know, we, 
And it's not that we work to earn it. Right. It's because we are. There's fruit. It's it's who we are. Mm-hmm. It's not what we're trying to become. It's who we are. God right. says this is who we are. So we live in that and we walk through it. Um, so and that that was what I wanted to bring out there. We can if you are saved. It, this is a rhetorical question. How shall we escape if we neglect such a great salvation? Well, we won't. But if we're really saved, we won't neglect it either. Right. We're going to dig. We're going to try to grow. We're going to try to do what we can to bring others into this as well, right? Because faith comes by hearing. Hearing comes by the Word of God. And we want to be able to share this gospel with other people because it's not for us to decide who's in and who's out. Right. Our job is to preach the gospel so they can hear it and come into and come into the fold, mm-hmm. right? And I got, uh, I've got one more pulled up here uh second corinthians chapter four um and here is the here's the uh really defining moment uh i think this um defines what it is to be born again um and this really harkens back to the creation um and so second corinthians four verse six says for god who said Light, let light shine out of darkness has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. If God doesn't shine in your heart, the light of the glory, and the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ, you can't see it. Mm-hmm. And I think the Bible backs that up not only here, but elsewhere where it talks about the things of God are foolishness to those who are perishing. You know, you talk to you talk to a non-believer about you know, about Jesus, about God, and about creation, and about what He did on the cross. They just think it's nuts. Right? You're crazy for believing that, yeah. right? And the Bible says that's what they think. Mm-hmm. Uh, another reason to believe it, right? Because <laughs> it just it just I just can't find anything that's not true in here. Um, but God comes, he shines his light, and when we see, it's just like I said before, when you see him for his glory and for his beauty, for what he's done for us, I don't think you can turn away from that. So I think that's just another part of the security of the believer mm-hmm. in God. So Chuck, my opinion is, and I think, I, think I, I think I can back it up with Scripture here, is that if you are truly a believer, if God has shown his light in your heart, then you are secure. Yeah. No one can snatch you out of his hand. I think that's right. You with me? I'm with you. I, I, I totally agree. Cool. I think one verse would be plenty, but I mean, you've given multiple. It goes. It goes. It's, it's all scriptures through scripture. I mean, this. You know, we we try to keep it to a 30 minute show. <laughs> We just need to just do a Bible reading. I, I, I think, <laughs> just do it all. Just, a marathon to, Bible reading. James Earl Jones in here. You know they actually do that here in, in Corinth. Yes, they do it out front of the courthouse. Yeah, out front of the courthouse on... Uh, I thought about doing it, that. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of folks from our church that do that. I'd like to do that one. Yeah, day. that'd be cool. That'd be cool. You could read as much as you want or as little as you want? Or do they I think give they you... divide it up in time and okay. you just pick up where the last person left off. I just off. want a good good story. Yeah. Well, give me that. <laughs> Pronouncing all these names and whatnot. <laughs> We're going to give you the genealogies. And the oh, God. And <laughs> Could you imagine how bad I would butcher that? <laughs> uh, we'll be doing what we did the other day with you know Nick and Nick. Fred and Frank. 
Frank. Frank. <laughs> yes. Uh, Tim well, one, Tim two. Yes. Well, you know. All right, Chuck. If that doesn't answer your question, uh, let us know. We'll take another we'll swipe at that. But uh, I, I can't get around it. I think if you're a sheep, you're secure. Yeah. So. Uh, you know, over here in John 10, uh, do not believe because you are not among my sheep. My sheep yeah. hear my voice. Yeah. Those that believe hear God. Yeah. They see God working. Yeah. You know, Hearing, I think that's proof right there. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, so we'll leave it there. I think it's good. I think it's good. All right. Um, what else do I say now we're at this point? Thanks for listening. Uh, leave us a review on iTunes and check us out, all7days.com. Send your questions. We need questions. Ask at all7days.com, voicemail or text 864-660-9473. Uh, All7days hang out on Facebook. You can leave them there. Hey, check us out on the YouTube channel. Uh, this video is going to be terrible because it's um, been jumping around a little bit. So, uh, uh, But anyway, if you want to see uh, what the T-shirts look like, check it out there. And uh, let others know about the podcast. Yeah, definitely. Please do. Yeah. This is the All 7 Days Podcast, where the goal is to make you think so highly of God that you forget about yourself. So now go give someone what you value most today. <laughs> <laughs>